Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarouse. And this is the Nightly Morning Show, At the first. We hope it is. The, what, what now? I don't know. Oh, no, we, we just, I just got the live notification. Oh, no, it's still on the. Well, fine. I hope that we're live because we are here. <laughs> oh, Clarus broke I everything. Live. I think, I think, yeah, we're, we are live. broke everything. If you're wondering what's going on, um, I opened the computer this morning and my, my, my gorgeous, gorgeous wife uh, broke the entire computer to fix her Twitch stream yesterday. Mm. And, um... Yeah, yeah, didn't it, fix yeah. the it didn't fix the nerdy nightly. Yeah, we just did like a whole like five minute intro to to nobody. You guys couldn't see any of it, so uh, yeah, that one will be lost to the ether, unfortunately. I mean, I recorded it, but we <laughs> that didn't, is true. We, we didn't even get past the intro, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yes, hi. Um, yep, stream setup is broken. That's definitely my fault. But uh, it's a new year. It's not a new me. So. We need different streaming computers. I know. We like and and not even it's it's funny because it's not even like a like vanity thing. I know. It is literally that anytime one of us uh, does anything to improve the like when I'm doing the YouTube stuff or you're doing the Twitch stuff, I know. it inevitably breaks everything all the way down. I know. I know. The, yeah, it's it's a problem. At uh, least the stream deck is finally working again after months of You're welcome. Yeah. I fixed that. I did I I contributed to society. You wanna know what the one problem with it is? What? All of those buttons are for a stream setup that doesn't exist anymore because you deleted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it working. I <laughs> like. Chris is like, I fixed my stream, and also here's more work for you to do. It's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, you will not. <laughs> I, I could if I wanted to. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Um, thank you so much for the happy New Year's in the chat. Good morning, friends. I appreciate that. Happy Monday. It is the first Monday of the 2023. Of the 2023. Yes, because yes. it's the, the, the one and only, right? It there, is the only, yeah, depending on how you look at calendars. There's no other first Monday of 2023. Yes. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I gave it a capital the 2023, I guess. Oh, it's a capital the? Yeah. What, how do you, how, what does a capital the look like? The T is capitalized. Oh, so it's a capital T the Monday 2023? No, it's... <laughs> You know what? <coughs> Never mind. Uh, how we doing, friends? What, I, what? Or is it a capital F first or a capital M Monday? But no, no, no. Just the just the, the is capitalized. But, but the, it's capitalized because it's the beginning of the sentence. That's not special. No, the twenty twenty three of the twenty twenty. It's the first man Monday of the twenty twenty three. Like. He, whatever, shut up. Hi, Fabu. Hi, Joe. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Solbro. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Sir Jim. Oh, you're just hi, saying Mason. hi to everybody. <laughs> I was gonna go through the list, but there's way more. There's people. a lot more people than you. Okay, then I thought was hi. Uh, <laughs> Good morning. Fabu Moose asks Clarice, "What is the capital of Philadelphia?" Uh, Sunny. His name is Sunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's always there. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Day man. Ah. Um, Solbro wants to know, do you guys plan on reacting to more anime after Chainsaw Man and Attack on Titania? Uh, probably. Yeah, we Probably. Yeah. It's, it's been a good ride. I, here's People the thing. keep asking for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so I feel like that's one we'll do. Oh. Um, I want to do Demon Slayer. Um, okay. just because I see it so much and, like... Like, I feel like I need to get in the know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and also, um, My Hero Academia seems popular, and I like superheroes. Okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. I'm the only man. anime we're not going to do is One Piece. And Naruto. So there's too many. There's yeah. too many Naruto's. Too, too many. <laughs> we, we we have an idea for how to cover One Piece and Naruto, but we're we're going to launch that show later this year. No, we're doing... The next one we're doing is Dragon Ball Z Abridged, right? Yeah, we are going to do Dragon Ball Z Abridged. That's one. Yes, yes. Um, But that's not what we're here to talk about today. This is the nightly morning show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't our best intro ever, but that's because it's been a weird morning. Uh, we are here to talk about what is the best of 2023. We what? have a few categories. We do. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to be going over all of our favorite movies, TV shows, video games, and by panics of the year. Yes. Uh, but before we get into that, Clarice, I, I want you to go back in your, in your memories. Go back to the beginning of 2022. Okay. That's really hard, but I'll try. What were the things in 2022 that you were most excited for? Uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah. For sure. Delivered. D- yes, yes, yes. I was definitely excited for that. And what else? You know, I, hmm. I was I, I was pretty excited for for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah, you I know? was too. Yeah. I, I was definitely looking forward to that. And um did not deliver. <laughs> You know what? For a lot of people, it did. So, oh no, no, I so, know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying the movie's bad. I'm just saying that for our expectations, it did not it. deliver. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was most looking forward to the book club. <laughs> honestly, that's fair. That's fair. On, like truly, honestly, I was like, oh my god, I have to schedule time in to read because now it's work. Now it's work. And no. it had been so long since I'd really. Um, Started reading, or since I'd, I'd I'd been able to 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 really devote time to reading because so busy. But um, but yeah, I I was so excited for book club, like over the fucking moon, and I was really excited for Rings of Power. But we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, um, I I was really excited for Star Wars Celebration. That was something that I was really looking forward to at the beginning of the year. Yes. Um, yes. that was a huge one. I I was really excited. Honestly, I was more looking forward to the things that we ended up doing together, like the trips that we had planned and the cons and mm-hmm. um. And book club, right? Like book club obviously became such a huge part of the year. But but now that we're at the end of 2022, mm-hmm. uh, throw out some highlights. What, what what were the things that were surprising highlights of the year for you? Surprising? Hi- okay. Well, Dragon Con definitely like surpassed yes. all expectations. Because we didn't even know about that until April. Yeah. Like yeah. that 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 was a big one. And that that one was, was really special. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely always remember that. Same with Star Wars Celebration. Like it was my first one. Yeah. You know, like that that meant a lot. Um. And um, getting to meet uh, Joni, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was really awesome. She's delightful. Yeah, we had a really good year of like meeting people. Yeah, yeah, we freaking did. Yeah, yeah, we got very lucky. We made some really good friends this year. Yeah, including some people in the chat. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, it's 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 been. I think what's been the highlights of this whole year has mm-hmm. been the people that we've met and the time that we've spent. Traveling and just doing really cool shit, you know? And the YouTube growing. Yeah. That, that to me has been really cool. Like, yes. the fact that we hit 35K, shout out to all 35,000 plus of you. What the heck? Yeah. Why are you here? Wild. That, that, that felt life-changing to me. Like, you know, we we started the YouTube channel in 20... Well, I I mean, it had existed. I, I had posted some videos going back to 2018. It existed. Um, But, you know, we, we, we started doing this because of COVID. And we, you know, mm-hmm. we, when we were home for Christmas, somebody was like, that YouTube channel that you guys started, um, 
weren't you guys baking? Wasn't and we that were like, a baking thing? <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in back in the 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that it just keeps growing and, it, and is working out is just kind of wild, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the YouTube success has been has been just exciting because it meant that like all of that time wasn't wasted. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Um, that that like that feels good because you know you can commit to the bit and it not pan out. And that yeah. can be really tough emotionally because yeah. you're like, oh, no, I put in all the work. And was it that I'm just not good enough or did I just not get lucky enough? Yeah. Uh, and the not getting lucky enough you can deal with, but the not being good enough part, that, that can be a little emotionally stings, hard moving stings. forward. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that it has somewhat worked out more than I ever expected it to, um, it, it's just like, oh, no, it was worth it. Like, you, you, you kind of put these other aspects of your life, like the stage acting and these other things a little bit to the side to focus in on growth in this one place. Yeah. And it did grow. That's the kind of return on your like investment, investment. that <clears throat> uh, that is really comforting two and a half years into a project. Yes, yes. A hundred percent. If if it had not worked out, that would have been that would have been a tough, tough pill to swallow. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to get into our top fives in all these categories, but before we do that, just because Fabu asked and Fabu's the best. Uh, Clarice is very quickly going to bring back a segment where she makes up the news. Wow. Now? Right now. Go. That, that's, that's rude. Yeah, it always has been. No, but usually I'm like, okay, like, it's a morning show where we're doing this, but like, I, that's... It's a morning show, we're doing this. Clarice okay, well... makes up the news. <laughs> God. Thanks, Richard Sim. Don't hold your breath or anything. Um, uh... Just having chocolate for breakfast. Have a little bit of chocolate while you make up the news. Great. Great. I'm trying to get rid of all of our Christmas candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Toblerone bar, I would definitely not be eating as fast as mm-hmm. I am, but I just, I need it gone. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Can I get a prompt or something? Um, James Gunn at DC. Uh, so much there. What can I make up that's not already happening? Uh, <laughs> and literally anything. Okay. Um, James Gunn actually has announced a new project for the DC Universe. Oh, guys, you've heard it here yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Actually, James Gunn is introducing um, not a new superhero, oh, but okay. uh, one that you haven't seen in live action before. Cool. Yes. Oh, I'm excited for this. Yes. James Cam. Uh, not yes. Yes, James Gunn. Sorry, not James Cameron. <laughs> They're uh, the same in my head. It's fine. Uh, James Gunn is... Uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. James Gunn and James Cameron are the same person in your head? They both make movies. Um, <laughs> so James Gunn actually has a passion project that he's very excited to bring to life for you guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's a passionate man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know that James Gunn actually always wanted to be Canadian and so has decided to reenact... The Great Maple Syrup Heist with Captain Canada. So we have a brand new superhero that we get to see in live action. And we get a, a, a live reenactment of the Great Maple Syrup Heist of Canada. Um, and That is uh, actually such a good idea for a movie. Right? You like, can have that, that for free. Not, not, even, like, not even kidding. Making the plot of a Captain Canada movie, The Great Maple Syrup Heist, is so funny. Yeah. Captain, <laughs> Captain Canuck. You know what? Same thing. I'm kind of mad that that's not a thing. 
Well, like that, that should be a movie. That is hilarious. You're welcome. For those of you who don't know what the great maple syrup heist is, um, maple syrup is controlled by like a cabal. It's basically like the mob it's, of it's Canada. It's a mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. They have like barrels and barrels and barrels of syrup yeah. stored away mm-hmm. so that they can control the price of it. Yeah, it's like oil, but it's maple syrup. Yes. And someone uh, or a group of people, God, this must have been like 12 years ago now. Um, they stole eighteen and a half million dollars worth of maple worth syrup. Worth of maple syrup. Yep, it was uh, a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a cr- just a crazy news story. It was the like biggest thing that ever happened to Canada. Yeah. Um, ever since we won the War of eighteen twelve and burned down the White House, uh, <laughs> undefeated. Let's go. Uh, pretty um, much. Yeah. But yeah, so th- making that the plot of a Captain Canuck movie is it's so that's inspired, babe. Thank you. I'm actually going to be starring in that it. That is the so. funniest thing you've ever said. You, you didn't even like belly laugh to that one. It's because I was kind of taken aback. It's because usually, <laughs> By my creative when I'm, genius. usually when I'm laughing at this segment, I'm laughing at you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you, how uncomfortable you are because yeah, right. I find that hilarious. Of course. <laughs> this time I'm not. It's, it's funny, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's a better idea than it is a joke. Great. Like, that's a legit pitch. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even, like, All right, does anyone, to me. Does anyone have James Gunn's number? That is so... It's such a good idea. Because you can really base, like, a really funny superhero movie around the fact that, like, you you, you set up... You, like, you open the movie with Captain Canuck already somewhat established. Yeah, yeah. But he's Saving trying... kittens and, like, that kind of thing. Because it's Canada. But right? I mean established within the world. Where, like, other superheroes know him. Wait, also, is it DC or is it Marvel? I actually don't Captain know where Captain Canuck, Canuck goes. Oh, okay. Um, you, you set up the world where he's already knows some other superheroes. Yeah. And they are, like, ragging on him for being from Canada where there's not really any crime. Yeah, so he yeah, has yeah. to come fight crime in the States because... For, like, work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a contractor. He's constantly... he constant, Captain Canuck keeps showing up at these disasters <laughs> happening in the States because there are no disasters in Canada, so yeah, he's not really yeah. needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you set up this, like, movie where Captain Canuck just wishes that he could save Canada one time. Uh-huh. And the big crime is this great maple syrup heist, and he takes it so seriously. But one of the American superheroes comes up to help, and that American superhero does not take it seriously at all because it's maple syrup. And yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't understand like, why I, this is a problem. Why, what's happening here? Here's the thing. Ryan Reynolds, I, I don't want Ryan Reynolds as, as Captain Canada because he's already Deadpool. Just have Deadpool show up in the movie yeah. for, like, a cameo. Oh, a thousand percent. Ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would be Captain Canada? Captain Canuck. Um, ooh, that's tough. Me? I um, honestly could see that. <laughs> like, I like no joke. <laughs> I would do it. You got a bit of the Canadian lumberjack beard. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that, like, vibe. But, you Nathan know. Fillion, I feel like Nathan Fillion's a little too old now. But Nathan Fillion, now. Nathan Fillion should be, like, the James Gordon of the Captain Canuck universe. What other Canadian actors are there? Oh, uh, so many. I'm sure, I know, I, I'm sure. But, like, I can so never many. remember any of them. Celine Dion. Oh. oh my god. Not the rock. <laughs> Absolutely. It's about drive, not. eh? It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put no. in the hours and take no. what's ours, no. eh? No, 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 no. <laughs> Canadian actors. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's get into our top. Let's get into the best but of 2022. I'm invested. But now I... Seth Rogen? <laughs> Seth Rogen for Captain Canada? Seth anyone? Rogen, if we're making a stoner comedy. <laughs> Seth Rogen, we no no no. We need to pitch this to Seth Rogen because Seth Rogen would produce. He it. would actually do it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my guys, wait. Is this this Jai Courtney? Isn't Jai Courtney Australian? 
Um, Hush, Hush says Jai Courtney. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jai Courtney's great. Uh, Jai, Jai Courtney, Courtney is much better than the bad movie season. I'm, well, I can't find them on this list. But honestly, this list is much they're, they, older they're people. Not, they're not Canadian. The, the, oh, okay, the joke is that his agent will find a way because Jai Courtney is in so oh, many things. Oh, okay. We'll get Brendan Fraser to do it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Anyways. Brendan Fraser playing, like, a, like, older Captain Canuck who's, like, passing on the mantle to a young, the new female Captain Canuck who's yeah. taking over for him. It's me. <laughs> and they have to solve the great maple syrup heist. And the big twist at the end of the movie is that Brendan Fraser isn't actually Canadian. Wow. And so there's this big Spoilers. twist where you find out that Captain Canuck is, that the original Captain Canuck isn't a Canadian because they have, like, it's... The, the final fight has something to do with hockey. Oh, my God. And he doesn't know the rules to hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. All right, guys. We just came up with the best mo- new movie that's coming out to 2027. Oh, wow. 2027. 2027 is going to gonna happen. Have, it's going to happen. Yeah. We're yeah. going to be funding it through OnlyFans. I will be selling feet pics uh, mm-hmm. to fund our film. Yeah. yeah. Feet and belly button pics. Fanta can't post those. No, guys! I found out that Fanta. Uh, this is a uh, an aside, and if you don't know who Fanta is, go follow her at Fantaxia on YouTube and on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Fantaxia does not have a belly button, and it messed me up real bad. I know, right? I was like, "What in the Kyle XY is happening?" There we go. There, that's Fanta. She's a good friend. We adore yeah, her. Yeah, go follow her. She's awesome. Um, um, but let's get into um, wh- what order should we do our categories in? I think we should like. I feel like we should end with movies. I oh. feel like that's the big one. Okay. Well, then let's start with, like, video games, because I feel like that's the least, like, I don't know. That's the one that I have the the least strong opinions on, if that makes sense. 2022 Uh was not a very strong year, in my opinion, for new games. I think we had some incredibly high highs as an industry. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that in terms of when I was putting this list together, I realized that in 2022, I mostly played older games. I mean, so did I, but that's that's not really anything new for me, personally. And a lot of the um, new games I played were not very good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Y'all, so uh, just just to give you guys a, a, a moment to think of yours, because, you know, feel free to talk about it in chat. We're going to cover our top five video games. Yeah. Let's do top five TV shows. Okay, and then we'll do by panic. By panic moments. Yeah. And then top five movies. So you have a moment to, like, think of yours. Um, if you would like to share. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Video games, I only played two new games that I loved. Yeah, uh, before we get into, uh, the new video game list, uh, we both need to say that neither of us has yet booted up God of War Ragnarok. Yes. We bought it the day that it came out. It is still sitting in its box. Just haven't had time to play it yet. So God of War Ragnarok does not appear on either of our lists. Yeah. I have a feeling it would be on both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, if but we, if we uh, there it came out, and then we had a bunch of travel, and I just haven't played one second of it yet. Yeah. So, Clarus, yeah. uh, as we usually do, we're just going to bounce back and forth through these. I want you to start with your number five. Um, I do not have a number five. <laughs> I only what numbers played, do you have? I only played four video games that came out this year. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then, I actually want to start with an honorable mention, because it didn't make my top five. Okay. I want to shout out Marvel Snap. Uh, it's a card game. It's a mobile game. It's not my favorite game of the year. It's, it, it is rather simple, actually. Mm-hmm. But that simplicity is what makes it an incredible mobile game. Uh, I know that it won Best Mobile Game at the Game Awards. There's a reason for that. If you're not playing Marvel Snap and you want something quick and easy to get into, I honestly, like, I'm so impressed 
there is no pay to win feature to it. You can pay to have more cards. You can mm -hmm. pay to be a part of the battle pass. But you can have a functioning victorious deck without all of that. So I just, yeah, I, I want to shout out Marvel Snap. I thought they did an incredible thing. And I want to see more mobile games like it in the future because it's really fun. It's one of the few mobile games that's on my phone longer than a month. Uh, mm -hmm. And I still play it every now and then. Uh, it is a perfect pooping game. I'm not, no, I'm not joking. If you are pooping, Marvel Snap is like a great length. Depend Because like the games are like three minutes long. Yeah, and so yeah, it's yeah. like how many games... How many games long is this poop? You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. got you. I got you. All right. Well, maybe I'll download it. We'll it's see. great, honestly. Uh, but let's go to my number five, which I haven't finished yet. Uh, I've only started it, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. And I love the first one. So I'm not surprised that it's on the top five of the year for me, mm -hmm. which is Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Mm. This XCOM style Mario Rabbids shooter game is fantastic. It's really fun. Uh, the updated movement system from the first game to the sequel uh, is a lot of fun to play around with and gives you a lot more options mm -hmm. uh, in how you want to play, how you want to win, and the art style's just fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really happy with it, and uh, unlike some of the Switch games that are actually higher on this list than this game, uh, this one actually plays well. So yeah. I'm, I'm impressed with how much uh, performance they've gotten out of this game on that old Switch hardware, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited to finish it because I'm just I'm having a blast. Yeah. Clarus, what's your number four? Uh, my number four, let me just pull up in my note to make sure. Yeah, my number four is Pokemon Legends Arceus. You have Scarlet and Violet above that? Yeah. Cause Interesting. He, here's the thing. I have the desire. He, okay, he, here's what's weird to me. Spoiler alert, my number three is Scarlet Violet. Okay, well then, um, can I, I'm going to quickly jump in here. With your number because four. Because my four is Pokemon Scarlet Violet, and my number three is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Is Arceus, okay. Yeah. So the reason that I put Scarlet Violet above Arceus is because, I'm not going to lie, when Arceus dropped, I was obsessed with it for two weeks, mm -hmm. and then as soon as I stepped away for it for a minute, I never picked it back up again. Like, I still haven't beat it, and I don't really have a strong desire to, whereas mm -hmm. with Scarlet Violet... I actually would like to go pick it up casually every once, like, you know, when I can to yeah. keep beating the gyms and stuff like that. And I think that I think that for me what puts it above is that Scarlet Violet gives you the goals and objectives that I actually care about, whereas Pokemon mm -hmm. Legends Arceus, the freaking, the, um, not alpha, the, like, when they get all gold and mad. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, noble, the, like, noble fights. The noble fights, they're boring. Boring. I, I don't like them. And so I like I'm just less invested in that story mm -hmm. and progressing That's fair. it. Wait, uh, here's the thing though. I think I would boot up Arceus and I would just run around and like go throw balls of Pokemon. But you can do that in Scarlet Violet. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why I put Scarlet Violet above Arceus, even though Arceus runs better. Uh I, I interesting. I think uh for me, I have Scarlet Violet in my or I'm a lot further into it than you are. Yeah. Um, and I really, I'm, I'm enjoying playing it. It's terrible at times. Uh, the loading screens drive me crazy. I went into Fair. a gym battle yesterday and the white screen that I was waiting for the gym battle to start felt like it was going to go on for 10 minutes. Yeah. And and like any other game, I would close the game and reboot the Switch at, at that be point like, because I'd be like, oh, it's broken. Yeah. No, that's just how Scott Violet runs. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't love that about it. Um, I do think it is very fun, though, and I'm really enjoying the game. And I actually think that in terms of Switch 
Pokemon games, it is the best one. Uh-huh. Even though I have it below a game that I think is not as good a game. But Pokemon Legends Arceus, to me, pushed the Pokemon genre forward. Totally. In a way that I'm more excited for the future of the franchise. Yes. If they learn the lessons of what made Pokemon Legends Arceus really blow up. Yeah. Within the fan base, within the Twitch community. And I, I think that there's a lot of potential in the direction that they're headed with Pokemon because of the ingenuity of Arceus. And yeah. I'm hopeful that the next Pokemon game will take on what Arceus accomplished mm-hmm. and go further with it. Because yeah. actually, I, I really enjoyed that game. I, it was a lot of fun. I did beat it. Um, I beat it on stream mm-hmm. uh, back when I was streaming, uh, which is hopefully something I'll have time to get back to this year. Um, and yeah, I just I, I think they're both really good. They're both better than I thought either of them was going to be. Um, both games. Uh, really? Okay. Even though Scarlet Violet runs much worse than I figured it would. Yeah, Scarlet Violet is like, like, uh, in terms of how it runs, is way worse than I thought it would be. Um, so, Clarus, yeah. then uh, what's your number two? My number two is Cult of the Lamb. Mm. Uh, that game is fantastic, y'all. If if you don't know Cult of the Lamb, which mm-hmm. would be fair, uh, smaller indie game, um, th- what pushes it, like... Uh, close to the top for me is the the really brilliant Twitch integration that they set mm, up yeah, yeah. where you can so Cult of the Lamb for you, those of you who don't know you are a, like a, a, a lamb and you have a cult it's very self-explanatory super complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like basically Satan himself I hear saying I haven't totally beaten it um, I still have like one you? big like bo- b- boss fight to get to how dare um, you I know I know um, yeah, Satan basically is like, you're my chosen one, make a cult in my name. And you do, you you make a cult that is super duper silly. Um, and uh, your Twitch members, your Twitch viewers can enter in like a raffle to like be your cult members mm-hmm. when you when you find new people and like indoctrinate them. Um, and that that like community aspect combined with the really interesting art style. Yeah. Like I, I think that... Uh, I think that that's really what um, struck me about it at first. Um, and, like, the, the absolute, like, silliness of it and exaggeration um, is great. And then the the way that combat is different every time you go in, similar to, like, Hades, yeah. where you get different perks and different weapons each time. Um, so it's, it's never really the same thing twice in a row. Um, brilliant. Really, I, I really, really do like Cult of the Lamb. It's a not a very complicated game to try to figure out. So if you're looking for something super easy and fun and silly, definitely recommend it. Yeah, I know that it's a game that you really enjoyed mm-hmm. because you streamed it for like seven straight hours one time. Yeah. And you don't usually go above like four hours. No. So I was like, oh, she's she's actually really liking it. Yeah. 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 And That's it wasn't just seven hours of just chatting. Like you were actually playing a game. It was I know. Uh, my number two, <laughs> 2022. Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. It's great. Which I did not play, it's so just, that's, it's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's a continuation of the first one. Uh-huh. It's great. It's really fun. It's well made. The story's crazier than the first one, um, but a lot of the emotional impact is still there. Mm-hmm. It looks great. The reason it is not number one on this list is because my number one on this list came out a week later and ruined this game's year. Um, I I thought uh, I thought Horizon Forbidden West was a really wonderful sequel. Uh, that deserved more love, but unfortunately, much like the first game, uh, timing was not in its favor, is is what I will say to that. And uh, uh-huh. we'll get to what the minor one game is. You already know what it is. 
because we already know what ruined Horizon Forbidden West Year. But Clarus, before we get to my very obvious number one, mm-hmm. what is your less obvious number one? Because you did not like my number one. Uh, no, I hate that game. Um, my number one is Stray. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it was nominated for Game of the Year actually brings me so much joy because it's another indie game that um, I think was really creative in what it tried to do. And it wasn't a it wasn't like a sprawling epic, like a AAA game, yeah. like um, some of the others that it was up against. And so um, Stray was fantastic and it broke my heart i literally like sobbed at the end it like it ruined me like you came in and you were like are you okay yeah i did not play stray um i'm editing her her gameplay of it right now though so Mm -hmm. go over to twitch or youtube.com slash clars polaris uh and and the next episode of that will be up tomorrow yeah if you want to keep up with uh what happened in her straight playthrough that's going to slowly go live uh over the next two weeks Mm -hmm. very excited about that yeah uh and congratulations to stray for winning indie game of the year and getting nominated for game of the year yeah uh against the game that it lost to Mm -hmm. the number one game of the year in my opinion a game that i enjoyed very much mostly uh it did fall off at the end for me but not enough that it ruined the high highs of the first like 25 hours Mm -hmm. uh and that game is elden ring Elden Ring was kind of a a, a masterpiece. Um, mm-hmm. I've never played a FromSoft game for more than a couple hours. Uh, I've played a few hours of Dark Souls 1, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, never really got into it. The franchise never really got me. Uh, and then Elden Ring got me. So much so that I want to go back and play every <laughs> FromSoftware game because of Elden Ring. Uh, and my enjoyment of it. I think the game just really... Um, it took the year for me. It was such a surprise. I think that if I had played God of War, God of War might top it, just because God of War is a game that um, the first one from 2018, mm-hmm. well, the fourth one, but the first one, uh, is just one of my favorite games ever, and it's a story that I really care about. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that held Elden, back, Elden Ring back for me was I did not love the way that the story was told, um, and I wish that there had been more information that you didn't have to like go read pieces of paper on the ground to get out of it. Um, yes. But... Yeah, Elden Ring, in terms of gameplay, the best thing this year, the hype around it, the fun of everyone being on it at the same time, going into the the the, the heroic folktale of Let Me Solo Her, uh, you know, the, the, the culture around the game, mm-hmm. as well as the game itself. I have to give it number one video game of the year, because it really, it, it was a whole moment, and that moment went on much longer than I think people expected. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I, I, I understand why it won best game of the year. I think it deserves it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's my number one. And we've done our top five. Boom. That's yeah, it. But yeah. we love to tag on a little thing at the end here of the top five, which is what was the worst video game of the year? Clarus? Uh, my worst video game of the year is Ocarina of Time. Fuck Not Elden game. Ring. No, fuck, fuck Ocarina of Time. I guess you only played 87 minutes of Elden Ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. Um, Elden Ring did not make me cry. Yeah. Whereas Ocarina of Time did fucking hate that game. It can die in a fire. If you like it, I'm happy for you. Good job. But it's a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> I usually when we talk about us crying during things, it's a positive thing. No, fuck it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I love I love how much you hate Ocarina of Time. I think it's so funny. It's terrible. It's, it's, it, it, oh, God. Like, the game does not function the way that the game tells you that it functions, Mm -hmm. and that is what makes it bad to me. You can't tell me in the introduction that when you take out the ocarina in certain places, if it does something, 
a music staff will appear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if you need to use the ocarina, the music staff will appear, so you just need to figure out what song it is. Okay, no problem. Spoiler alert, that's actually not how it works. Um, not 100% of the time, no. Yes. So, uh, fuck that game, Into Eternity. What is your worst game of the year? Uh... It was not the water temple, Eric. Uh, it was the fire temple. It was the volcano. It was. You got even... to adulthood, which I honestly I did not think you were going to make it to adulthood, so I was impressed. Thank you, thank you. Although I think that you got to adulthood out of spite. I did. Yes, I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to show this game who's daddy, and I I didn't. I did. I was like, I my I literally <laughs> was, was so upset. This game would make me cry. Like after stream, I would get mm. off and I'd be like, this is terrible. I hate this. Nobody, nobody's enjoying this. It's just frustrating for everybody. But like, oh my god. Well, and I think that, like, I think what was extra frustrating was the number of people in your Twitch chat were like, "Oh yeah, I beat this game when I was six. And you're an adult sitting there, like, I, I can't figure out this fucking puzzle. Because well, when you're six, you go to school and all your friends talk about it, and you have infinite hours to just try everything, right? I feel like I would have had a different experience with the game if I had not streamed it. I, I don't think you would have. But, but, but and, and here's the thing. It's not, it's not an intelligence thing. It is an expectation thing. If you were playing video games at that time. You're like, there you was have a, to be pixel perfect. Well, and there was a structure to them that made sense. Yeah. That as video games have gotten better, mm -hmm. we have a different video game. Like, like, if you pick up most modern video games, generally you know what the controls are going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there, there, there's but just nobody has certain three hands. places. Yes. Yeah. There, there are certain places where buttons on the controller are going to do certain things in modern gaming. Yeah. That does not exist if you go back that far. And so it's, it is, uh, I think the part of it is you wanting to play it like a modern game and it isn't a modern game. It is a retro game that has to be played as such. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Like I said, what, what really just fucked it up for me is that the game does not function how it tells you it functions. And it's very hard to figure out if Even it though. just doesn't work or if you are like, if it doesn't work because you're, it, that's not what you're supposed to do or if you're doing it wrong. But my favorite part is that you struggled with things that the game was telling you to do. Like the fact that it bolded, don't tell my dad so that you knew to yeah. take it to the dad. No, so you don't fucking go give it to the, it says don't tell my dad. All right. <laughs> Fucking Japan teaching kids to be fucking snitches. <laughs> like, how was I supposed to know I was supposed to do the opposite of what the game told me to do? Yeah. No, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's an intelligence. Like I, I do genuinely think that like yeah. I, because I was playing games at that time, that was just kind of how games worked. Yeah. And that they don't work like that anymore. Games make a lot more sense nowadays. Even if it's like you always have to just find the yellow thing in Resident Evil games. There are systems to help you progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas back then there weren't systems to help you progress. It was like figure it out or don't. We don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because um, you could just buy for very much money the manual of how to the yeah. walkthrough. Uh and so my my worst game of 2022, the victor of the award, goes to Gotham Knights. Fuck that game. Yeah. I was so excited for Gotham Knights. I really was. I was so disappointed by it. I did beat it. Uh, the way that I beat it is eventually I got bored and I turned the difficulty down to very easy. Yeah. Just to get through to it because I wanted to like get to the cutscenes. I I just have never found a game's combat to be as boring and laborious as Gotham Knights. Yeah. And without any real stealth mechanic, 
it it was just a really frustrating experience. Like they they butchered the best parts of the Arkham series. Yeah. And it, it did it to tell a story with four characters, but because they're telling a story with four characters, none of those characters individual plots moved forward in the cutscenes because the cutscenes had to be generic enough that any character could be the main character in the cutscene. Yeah. And so the only time characters had character beats were in these not game related like side mission things where you would like go progress like Dick's storyline through a, a cutscene on a part of the island. Mm-hmm. And th- everything about that was just it was just miserable. And mm-hmm. I, I it, it was it was really disappointing because I really liked the first two hours. I was like, oh I'm gonna enjoy this game. The combat's gonna get more expansive and it doesn't. The <laughs> And the character design is really cool. Getting around Gotham will get more fun. It doesn't. Um, the fact that you have to go through the knighthood trial for each freaking character is the dumbest. Is It's the dumbest thing I've ever played in my life. Because yeah. I never played as Jason Todd. Because I was like, I'm not doing it a fourth time. Yeah, yeah, I did it a third time for Robin. And I was like, no, I, I literally cannot do this a fourth time. I it, I was so frustrated with the game. Yeah. I just ended up playing the rest of the game as Barbara Gordon because of her ability to not be seen by cameras. Which is the most overpowered thing in the entire world. Because you can just play the entire game without like worrying about shit. No one can see you. You're basically invisible. And she's a tank on top of it. Like, Barbara Gordon takes more hits than anybody else. It, it just... Yeah. I... It was a frustrating experience. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I, I got to witness it. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. And every fight is just... Because I, I, I played on hard, right? Like, I wanted the, like... I wanted that, like, crunchy granola experience that you get from the Arkham games when it's on hard and you have to work really hard to win. Mm-hmm. And it just made the fights, like, 30 minutes long. And I'm not getting hit because they wind up for, like, a full two seconds to hit you. So I'm never getting hit, but I'm doing no damage. And so it's just these, like, drawn out. It was like no. Trench Warfare, the video game. Like, oh, it's miserable. Yeah. No, I... I miserable. <clears throat> yeah. I'm glad I did not play it. I would have hated that. Yeah. All right. Well, those are the worst games yeah. of, uh, of our year, anyway. Not the year. Because mine's a bit old. Congratulations but. to Elden Ring and Stray, the winners in our hearts and minds. Uh, There's an applause button on here somewhere, but I don't I remember. I can't remember which, which it is. is. Yeah. Um, the used is a strong term for what happened. Wow, monkey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Got him. Um, all right. I think Honest Game Trailers said the same thing about it. I haven't seen the Honest Game Trailers for Gotham Knights. I need to watch that. Shall we go into TV shows? Let's do it. All right, Clarus. Um, oh, no, you went first last time. I'll go first this time. Yeah, you go first. Top five TV shows of the year per the Nerdy Nightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my five slot, I think lower than people will expect. Um, but we had an incredible... As, as light a year as I felt we had in video games, uh-huh. incredible year. Incredible year for TV. Yes. Uh, my number five slot is House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon... Uh, Mostly an incredible show. There's a couple of moments, mostly in like the final episode, that are like not perfect to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's below the four shows above it that I think are a little bit more consistent. Um, I think that the time jumps, I, I there, it was very experimental, mm. uh, House of the Dragons first season, in a way that mostly worked, but at times didn't. And so there's like just like a couple of things that hold it back from being like a 100 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's still at like 95 <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this show. I love all of the casting, uh, but in particular, the two Rhaenyra's and the two Alicent's. Um, I think that casting uh, 
younger and older versions of a character. Yeah. And having both uh, act, uh, actors and actresses knock it out of the park yeah. is so hard. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was just an incredibly impressive thing that they did with that season. And I'm just, I'm pissed that season two is two years. Well, no, it's only a year away now. I Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I am definitely upset that we're going to have to wait that long. Um, my number five spot for TV shows is The Boys. The Boys. Yes. Season three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> the Boys. The Boys has been just amazing the whole way through so far, um, which I think is uh, is tough yeah. for shows to 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 accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times there's like ups and downs to it, but I think it's it's been consistently awesome. Yeah. Uh, for these past three seasons. And every time I'm like, okay, hey, but how did they take it further? They mm-hmm. somehow managed to. And I can't wait to see what they come up with next. Yeah. Now that Negan's on the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Boys is yeah. an honorable mention for me. It's just outside the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that. That was my number five. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, James Ross, thanks for hanging out. Have a good one. Um, My number four is uh, the only anime to actually make the list for me. But uh, my number four is Cyberpunk Edge Runners, mm-hmm. uh, the story of David Martinez and his crew. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the video where I wept like a baby, uh, but it broke me. And it, it, uh, it created a love of anime in me. I, I'm like mm-hmm. on the anime train now. We watch quite a bit of it now. Uh, mostly because that show really was like, it pushed me into to really enjoying the art form mm-hmm. and to wanting to dive deeper into it. Like the Cyberpunk Sar- Runners was so good that I wanted to watch just anime in general, right? Yeah. And I think that when a piece of art is so good that it makes you want to enjoy the entire genre it comes from, mm-hmm. that is like the highest of praises that I can give something. And so, yeah, for me, Cyberpunk Runners just was uh, a weird kind of first two episodes that I didn't know how I felt about it. And I was a little bit on the fence. And then... Was it eight episodes or ten episodes? I actually can't. I think it's ten. Uh, but then, like, the rest of that season was just remember. this, like, avalanche of emotion and joy and pain and sorrow yeah. in a way that, that culminated in um, an absolutely devastatingly beautiful finale. Yeah. And a song that I can, like, literally, like, play to cry now. Uh, and Instant I just tears. loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I just loved it. All yeah. Cyberpunk yeah. is my honorable mention. Um, just because it did have a bit of a rocky start, yeah, you know, yeah. but but the the ending was really really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What it, what is my number four? My number I don't know. four. My number four is Peacemaker, mm-hmm. which feels like it came out forever ago. Um, that's always the trouble with these lists is like whatever came out before like the last six months. Because I'm like, what? yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, guys, Peacemaker is fantastic. If, if you like that kind of thing, um, I do believe it is not for everybody, mm-hmm. um, for sure, but yep. it's really creative. It's well done. All the performances are amazing. Like, and, and that guys, that theme, that intro is iconic. Like for, for season two, we got to like recreate it. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. like, uh, oh my God, it, it was, it was fantastic. So that is my, that's my number four spot. That's so interesting because my number three spot mm-hmm. is Peacemaker. Yeah. James Gunn created one of the most riveting and raw superhero things ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there, it is hard to 
get to a more like deep emotion than, hey, my dad is a Nazi and I don't want to be one. Like that, that is such a like vulnerable story to tell. And the fact that they did that, that John Cena was as willing to go as far as he was in telling that story is is so commendable. Like uh, he's so funny on that show. And I think John Cena has always been funny. I love him in Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer movie. But the fact that he was able to and willing to really dive into something that dark mm-hmm. um, in his acting performance, uh, I, I was just blown away by. I, I really if, if you had told me going into this year that Dwayne Johnson was going to be Black Adam in a movie and John Cena was going to be Peacemaker in a TV show and one of those would get into the dark heart of their character and the other wouldn't, I would have immediately assumed it was Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because Black Adam just has a more, having been a slave and and having the, the like, narrative of anger be his kind of, like, main trait. Yeah. You you would think that Black Adam would be the thing that went deep on that. Black Adam will not be on either of my top fives. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Um, but the the fact that James Gunn gave that to Peacemaker and that John Cena ran with it and did such an incredible job as a performer with it. Yeah. I God. just um. So good. Like. Yeah. Incredible show. Yeah. Yep. Really. Absolutely. Uh, so you want to drop your number two on us? No, my number three. Your number three. My number three is the Sandman. Uh, I think that 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 was the adaptation that everybody was the most worried about. Yeah, because it's almost before. But really quickly, yeah. uh, Scomo says Amy Schumer. Yeah, the movie Trainwreck stars Amy Schumer. Scomo. Trainwreck. Yeah, it's really good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend. Cool. Uh, You will see a lot of John Cena. Yeah. All right. Oh, I see. You will see a lot. I get it. Uh Yeah, just hangs a towel on his penis and then he does a dance. It's really hot. Uh, Sandman. We're talking about the Sandman. We're talking about the Sandman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my number three spot. I think that the only reason Sandman is not number one for me was that the ending, I don't think was as strong as the rest of the show, Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, but God, the moments, the, the, the moments in it, the, the creativity and obviously like it was written 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it's it's not newly creative in in the sense of like the story of what it is, but the fact that Neil Gaiman took what he did and what he already knew and was able to put it on screen in such a way that didn't feel contrived or watered down. Yeah, you know, like that that is very impressive. Um, and those themes that he wrote about are still so relevant today. Like, like it's yeah, it was um it was brilliant, brilliantly done. Uh, highly like highly recommend if you have not seen the Sandman. It is a little bit weird in terms of structure. A little bit. Yeah, you know it is. It is a little strange, but give it a shot. D- just just give it a shot. Promise you won't be disappointed. Fabu Moose says Sandman did give us a wonderful T-shirt. It gave Fabu a wonderful T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Well then, the someone's gonna show up to con with one of those, and I'm just gonna lose it. Yeah. I hope they do. Uh, we need to sell that in the store. We need to we need to sell that ourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Let's make money off of we'll, it. We'll put a pin in Sandman. Mm-hmm. That might come back. Uh, my number two mm-hmm. is Cassian Ander. Yep. Uh, yeah, guys, what 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 hasn't been said about Andor at this point? I'm considering getting an Andor tattoo. Um, I mean, you already wanted a Star Wars tattoo. I so. know, but one way out. Yeah. There's just something about it. Uh. 
the the Cassian Andor will come back on another list as well that we're about to do. But uh, Cassian Andor to me was the show that surprised me in ways that I, I couldn't have possibly imagined. Mm-hmm. Right when we saw the trailer at Star Wars Celebration, and we were like, "Yeah, wh- what what is this? It looks like, like why are we doing this? Yeah, 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 yeah." And the why that we're doing this is capitalism. And how bad fascism and capitalism are. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. Uh, I, I just think Tony Gilroy took a story that I was excited for because it's Star Wars, but not for any other reason. Mm-hmm. And for Diego Luna. I, I do quite like him. Um, Happy belated birthday. He gave it so much purpose and so much depth and brought in Andy Serkis to give one of Andy Serkis's best performances in anything. Yes. Um, brought in Adriana uh, Argento to just crush it as she's like becoming a new force in Hollywood. Brought in like... Uh, brought brought back Genevieve O'Reilly yeah. to deliver, to make Mon Mothma a full character for the first time, you know, yeah. in live action. Yeah. Star, like, Star Wars is really expanded because of Andor in mm-hmm. a way that I'm I'm just, I'm blown away by. And it just, it really was, it yeah, it's my number two of the year. It's, it's there's, I have very little negative to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, little criticisms here and there. Um, mostly just the structure of the first two episodes. But, like, when when you're like I have a few quibbles about how it started, um, but it has a perfect six episode finale. I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's an incredible show. Yeah, for sure. And it was also my number two. Um, it's yeah, that show was just absolutely knocked my expectations out of the park. Um, I do I again I do not think Andor is for everybody. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know that is worth mentioning that if you if you. <laughs> If you need more action and if you need, like, a kind of go-go-go mentality in your shows or movies and or may not be for you, it is more of a slow burn, uh, very yeah. about, like, it, it's the undercurrents of everything that make it work. Um, but when the action is there... Oh, it's it's Glorious. Great. Yeah, yeah. It glorious. is wonderful. Yeah. Um, good morning, Shin. Hi. Um, also, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård has never been hotter. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. gives off that like daddy energy. He also gives one of the best speeches. Honestly, probably the best speech in television this year. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I was gi- if I was giving out monologue of the year. Yes. Um. Yes. Luthen on the bridge. Yes. Is is just absolutely incredible, guys. The, yeah, it's incredible. You should definitely watch Andor at least just for that moment. Like, I'm not joking. It's it's chilling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Andor number two. All right, well, then I think it's time for my number one. Uh, before we get into our number ones, let, let's start some honorable mentions here, because there were a bunch. I want to throw out, uh, as an honorable mention, Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Chainsaw Man, great. Um, I think that future seasons might be higher in terms of um, emotional impact, pushing them up the list a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I felt the, the the last, like, ten minutes of the Chainsaw Man finale was very strange. It was odd, yeah. Um, and, as, and it was because it was a setup for something from the manga that we had no reference for. Mm-hmm. So I think that like they, they did kind of a weird thing there. So I'm hoping season two comes sooner rather than later to explain what who that woman is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Chainsaw Man, do you have any other honorable mentions that we haven't talked about? Um, no, that was like the main one. And I know Boys was your honorable mention and Cyberpunk was my honorable mention, but mm-hmm. they were on each other's lists. Uh, I so. Oh, uh, Miss Marvel. Um, it's no, but the reason it's an honorable mention is because half of the show is like one of the best things I saw this year. Yeah. The family drama, the New Jersey drama of the show really worked. I thought the celestial stuff just didn't work for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I loved Amon Vellani so much. I think like in terms of 
character introductions. She is the character that was introduced this year I'm most excited about, much like Shang-Chi yeah. was the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so excited for the Marvels, even more than for Rambeau and um, Danvers. Mm-hmm. She's the, of the three of them, she's the one I'm most excited for going into Absolutely. the Marvels. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I felt like the show was held back by the kind of convoluted Celestials plot yeah. and like what they're, what, what, what they were doing. Like, I just never really understood why. Yeah. I never really clicked. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but yeah, I, I, I agree. It's worth the honorable mention for the half of the show that was amazing was freaking incredible, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, those are the big ones for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so should we go into our number ones? Yeah, yeah, uh, go for it. Best TV show of 2022. I've said put a pin in it. It's The Sandman. It's one of my favorite comic books ever. Um, it is not Rings of Power. And it was adapted in a way that uh, I couldn't believe was possible. I, I loved every single thing about it in a way that I just, I, I was blown away by it. I Episode 6 is one of my favorite episodes of television ever filmed. Yeah. Um. And the sound of her wings, yeah, I don't know, Hob Gadlin, they just nailed it. They nailed this thing that I already loved. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it took Netflix so long to renew season two is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you have one of the best things on your platform. How how do you not, how is that not an immediate renewal? Like, yeah, I don't know. How do you not watch episode one and go, oh, we're going to make all of this? Like, this is going to be a hit. It is a hit worldwide. It's so good. People love Um, it. I love it. Yeah. I can't believe how much I love it. (laughs) Um, I need. I need more. What is her name? Um, Olivia, as jo- uh, Joan Constantine. Oh, um, um, who plays Clara? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Olivia? No, it's not Olivia. It's... I need more of her Constantine. Uh, I need uh, more of Morpheus. I hope Hob Gadlin comes back. There's not really a reason for him to, but I want him to. Uh, is it Jenna Coleman? Jenna Coleman. That's yeah, yeah. it. Um, I just I love it. I can't wait for more uh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie's. Uh, uh, Lucifer just it it just it I never thought that that comic would be adapted in a way that I would love truly yeah yeah. and the fact that it was perfect is just wild yeah 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 um no I I loved Sandman Uh, my number one is House of the Dragon uh I'm a sucker for some high fantasy Mm -hmm. with some dragons and some magical bullshit and a little bit of nudity yeah, yeah, it hit all the marks for me. Um, definitely Clarice actually um, loves birthing scenes. I was going to say, it unlocks some new, like, traumas for me, but that's fine. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, no, I, I, I loved House of the Dragon. <laughs> Everyone's performances in it were incredible. The mm-hmm. dragons looked great, like, every time. I, I, like, I, I don't remember a scene where I was like, ah, <clears throat> but no, like, oh my god, that show was great. It was so well done. I was so nervous about it, especially yeah. after Game of Thrones last time. But um, th- that's just like my genre, like that, like that exactly. <laughs> and so uh, I, it was gonna be my number one as long as it was like pretty great, and mm-hmm. like it, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I know the time jumps didn't work for a lot of people. I actually thought how they decided to tell the story was pretty incredible overall. Like, it, it just worked. It worked for me. I love loved it, loved it, loved it. I love all the actors in it. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. Perfection. I don't know if you can tell by our lists, but we didn't watch a lot of television that wasn't nerdy this year. What? Like, the, the <laughs> things that are on a lot of people's tops from the year. Yeah. White Lotus. Um, didn't watch it. Yellow Jackets. Didn't watch it. Uh, the, uh, like, a lot of the big, like, Severance and Succession. Have never seen an episode of either. 
Uh, we watch a lot of things for this channel, and it's hard. It's hard to fit in stuff that we don't like watch for content. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have not a lot of time. Because the um, nerdy companies are putting out so much. January already, like January is the launch of the Bad Batch, Mayfair Witches, uh, the Pokemon anime. Yeah. The the like last eleven episodes of Ash's tenure as the protagonist. Yeah. The Last of Us, and there's one more at the end of the month. I can't remember what it is. Whatever, we'll deal with it later. Um, so it's hard to watch other stuff because. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sandra Rutten says uh, season two of Reservation Dogs was excellent too. I've heard great things about Reservation Dogs. Yeah, I don't know it. Um, the Expanse is done. I don't think there's a new season of The Expanse, Alec. Is, uh, oh yeah. Crispy Nuggets, uh, The Boys, Cyberpunk, oh. Edgerunners, Sandman, Andor, and Better Call Saul, the final season. Uh, Vox Machina is also January. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Vox Machina season two, which I'm stoked for. Oh, uh, that's an honorable mention for TV. Vox Machina. Yeah, one. yeah. I think no. that's a good honorable mention. Like it didn't quite crack my top five, but it's, well, because here's up the there. thing: we all, we we stopped watching it. We didn't yeah. really enjoy the first three episodes. We didn't really get it. It's not that I didn't enjoy them. It's it, it's that I felt like I was on the outside of a joke. That like I was like, oh, if I watch Critical Role, this probably would be very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once we did four. Uh, Alex says, weren't yeah, you doing The Expanse in January, though? At one point, we were, uh, but it's getting pushed back a little bit. Yeah, it's going to have to start later yeah. because of all the new shows that are dropping in January, yeah. so we just have to shuffle that around. We're trying to find a good time to launch The Expanse because um, our plan was to do it on Mondays, but Last of Us is going to be our Monday show. We're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have a big trip at the end of January now that we didn't have before. We, we've, yeah. We are so busy. Yeah, that one's probably going to be like maybe Might be our March. summer show. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I know. I know, guys. I know we were talking about doing these fans. We will do it. Yeah. But it's just there There were too many things that decided January is when they were going to drop. Yeah. And it doesn't help that we became obsessed with, um, we became obsessed with Attack on Titan. And now we want to finish Attack on Titan before season four drops. Well, yes. There is also that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Clarus, should we do our worst TV shows of 2022? Yeah, go for it. Halo. The fuck did you... How did you fuck up so bad? How did you get the lore of this world wait, so wrong? You... Okay, wait, wait. I forgot that Resident Evil also came out. You thought Halo was worse than Resident Evil? Yes. Okay, just checking, just checking. Resident Evil was terrible. Yes. Halo had the Master Chief have sex with a woman who was in captivity. Yes. It was like... Not only was it just a bad show, but it was like morally objectionable in a way that I couldn't fucking believe they put on film. Yeah. Well, I mean, they made Wonder Woman 84, 1984, so. That's, yeah. You know what? You know what? <laughs> that too. Um, not the same company, thankfully, because no. then I would be really concerned. I'd be like, what is, what is going What's on here? What's going on here? Uh, um... Halo was so bad. And then they, they totally misunderstood everything amazing about Halo, which is that like... John and Cortana together is an unstoppable pair. And Halo is like, if John isn't there, Cortana's better without him. And I'm like, that's not the fucking point. That's not what this is about. This yeah. is about how this human and this AI interface and fall in love and have this really weird mind meld synergy that allows them to be better than either of them could be on their own. Mm -hmm. And then the Halo TV show is like, fuck John, we don't need him, we just need Cortana, and you're like, that is not what the point is. Yeah. You fucked it up. You yeah. fucked it up terribly, and I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he also spends, like, 70% <clears throat> of the show with his helmet off. 
Oh, the fucking He's doing a dance number. He looks like he's playing with his top hat and cane. He, yeah. He, he, there is a scene where he is in a tent, no helmet, puts his helmet on, gets on a warthog, rides across the camp, gets off the warthog, and takes his helmet off. I'm like, why? Did you need a why? helmet to ride in a car, John? I, you are an indestructible human machine. <clears throat> Why yeah. you don't need a helmet unless you are being shot at? Why did you put your helmet on to ride in a car? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like Halo mm. was dog shit. I I was so mad. I know that whole time. I wish we were doing reactions because you would have seen me pop blood vessels oh, in my face. My God, if we were reacting to that show, people would like hate watch with us. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. shows, uh, shows that we stopped reacting to because we were hate watching, Clarice, what was your least favorite show of the year? My least favorite show is Willow, and it hurts yes. so bad to say it. And, and there, here's here's the thing: I actually think that as a show, Halo is worse, mm -hmm. like worse, worse done, worse. Yeah, that's how you'd say that. Yeah. But because the movie uh, the movie Willow means a lot to me, like I know Halo means something to you, right? Yes, it does. Like that is very important to you, so that's why it's definitely the worst. For me, the movie Willow means a lot to me. It's important to me, and the show just shit all over it. Yeah. Just took a massive steaming dump all over it, and it and it just it it it, it hurt my heart, and that's why we stopped reacting to Willow because. We don't need to put, like, more negativity out there into the world. Like, those reactions were... Like, we filmed our yeah. reaction to episode three, yeah. and it was rough. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it was it was bad. Um, and we were like, do we want to put this out? You know? Like, do do we do we want to put this out? I don't think so. Um, and so what? We, we They're out episode six now, I think? Yeah, we've was seen that, six. Yeah. we So we've been... I, I wanted to, like, watch it, because if I was going to talk about it and talk shit about it... I wanted to make sure that, like, I wasn't just blowing smoke out my ass, right? I still don't think it gets better. I don't think that's what that means, but... Isn't that... No, when mean? you blow smoke up your ass, you're, like, hyping yourself up. Okay, whatever it is when you, you you talk about something that you have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what the term for that is. Anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah and so we, we've watched however many episodes are out by now, and I'm not... It, 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 no, it's so disappointing. Yeah, I think the biggest disappointment for Willow for me, is mm -hmm. the the way in which they've made Sorsha as a character from the movie, like, a terrible piece of shit. Yep. <clears throat> Talking out of your ass. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank, yep. Mm -hmm. Close, close. We got um, there. You know, like, there. in the original movie, Sorsha is the daughter of Queen Bavmorda, and yeah. she is an evil character at the beginning of that movie. She's sent to hunt down this baby. Uh -huh. And you're like, wow, this this woman sucks. Yeah. And then she turns she, and she yeah. makes the decision she to help. She chooses good. Yeah, she makes the decision to help mm -hmm. fight her mother. And then in the fucking TV show, she, what, what did Sorsha do in between the movie and the TV show? Oh, well, she, like, kidnapped young girls and lied to them about their parents. And she took the child of prophecy and made her a servant in her castle and lied to her her whole life. So, is she in the TV show? Not really. 
What did we learn about this character who was my hero as a child? Apparently, she kind of sucked. She was just a terrible liar to everybody in her life, and she used young children for child labor while lying to them. Yeah. yeah, And I'm like, why the fuck are you shitting on this character who is one of the three leads of the movie? You can't get Val Kilmer back. No. And that is not... I, I feel so bad for him. I, I love Val Kilmer. Yeah. Is, I, I wish we could have Mad Mardigan, but I also understand the health concerns around Val Kilmer. I totally get it, right? Yeah, yeah, we wish him all the best. He's an incredible man. His cameo in Top Gun, Maverick, fucking wrecked me. But you can't have him back. No. So you get two of your actors back. You get um, Willow and you get Sorsha back. Yeah. And you take a fucking steaming pile of shit all over the character that is Sorsha. Yeah. And you make her into essentially a villain of the show. Kind of, yeah. Through her actions as a lying hypocrite to the young girls in her castle. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, it makes me so mad that, like, Willow is right behind Halo for me. Like, Resident Evil, at least I don't give a shit about any of those characters. Yeah. Like, Willow and Halo, I care about those characters. Yeah, and yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just, I, 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 the, the way they've treated Sorsha and look, there's, there's great stuff about Willow. I think the Jade and Kit relationship before we find out about the lies, which make the relationship really fucking weird in yes. that one episode. Yes. Um, I think the Jade and Kit relationship's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have Warwick Davis back. I wish his stuff made more sense. Yeah. Um, I, it, for, for me, what like, yeah, it, it, it takes a shit all over the movie that was, yeah. and you know, like that sucks. But what really is the kicker for me is that like, 60% of the show is in total darkness, and you can't see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Oh, the action is terrible. The action is so bad. And yeah. we've watched it on computers. We've watched it on our TV. We've watched it on different devices. It's so dark. Yeah. Like, the darkest show, and I don't mean, like, metaphorically. I mean, literally, the brightness is turned all the way down. Can't see what's going Which on. Which is funny, because there's, there's an episode like that in your favorite show of the year. Yes, but I could actually tell what was going... I know a lot of people complained about how dark that one is. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't... I found that I could see what was going on. And, you know, like, I'll be completely honest. Like, the, there's a lot of, like, Game of Thrones, like the original one, yeah. you, where you couldn't see shit. But the, the, the that one, I didn't find it was that bad. That's personally. just the Miguel Sapochnik uh, spectacular. Right yeah, I, I don't know, personally. but I think that's um, enough negativity. Let's get, it, let's get back to some positivities. Well, I just want to say thank you to Crispy and ScoMo. Um... Uh, we we appreciate the heck out of you guys. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for, for watching the reactions. Here. You know, like <clears throat> the, the here's the thing: we uh, we only ever want to be honest on here. Mm-hmm. We we're never gonna like fake our reactions, and so you know, sometimes the comment section is a little bit mean to us because they think that I don't know. They think we're trying to either pretend to love it or pretend to hate. It. People have their opinions on what we do, and, and that's fine or whatever. But, yeah. like, honesty, first and foremost, and we're really glad that that comes across because that's all that we want to do in this. We don't, we're not trying to fake anything. We're just here to have a good time and watch some nerdy shit and build a cool community, you know? All right, I don't have five, but do you want to drop your biggest buy panics of the year? You don't have five? No, I, 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 are we doing that? I wasn't going to rank them, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I just have, I just have a list. Not exactly. Let's just bounce back and forth between our our lists. Okay, so my uh, uh, by panic moment of the year is whatever the fuck Elaine and Avienda have going on. You know what, fair. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing is like really hot and. they I, are the by panic of 2022. Yeah, yeah. I get. I just get to use my imagination, you know. They're actually the by panic of 2002. We're a little bit late on it. We're but. a little bit late, but it's fine. Whatever is going on between Elaine and Avienda, plus you add like random men in there, and it's it's just a hot by panic pile. You know? Um, my by panic moment of 2022 uh, is one that I know is also on your list, and it's a Negroni 
Spagliato. With Prosecco in it. That is my number Ooh, four. stunning. Yes. Oh, my God. Whatever that was. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. It's hot. I liked it. Uh, um, all right. What's what's your next one? Well, it was that. So I'll just skip ahead to number three. Uh, <laughs> my number three by Panic is uh, Call Me Chris on TikTok. Mm. If you're not following her, you're wrong. Uh, plus, she's Canadian, which makes it even better. Um, she should be Captain Canuck. Yeah, we'll okay. get we'll we'll get Call Me Chris to star in our movie. Oh my god, yeah, Call, oh, Call Me Chris also is on YouTube. And then the the so villain. We'll check her out. Oh my god, the villain can be the vegan teacher. The whole saga. If you're, if you're not following Call Me oh Chris, my god. Uh, that probably doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Call Me Chris with uh, K's instead of C's. Uh, fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Very very attractive, and I, I love your work. I don't doubt you'll ever see this, but like ten I'm out send of ten. It to her. Please don't. <laughs> um, uh, I do not want to make anyone uncomfortable. All right. Yes. She-Hulk, episode eight. My by panic moment of 2022. It's the Daredevil She-Hulk episode. God damn. Those two together? Yeah. Big Dommy best Mommy. Part, best part of the show. Those two together. The, the whole show's hot, right? Mm-hmm. The cast of She-Hulk is very attractive. Yes. Like, just generally across the board. But then yes. it gets into, like, weird by panic territory when the two of them are flirting on that rooftop. Yeah. I'm into it. I, I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, my uh, number two is the, the Hades 2 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an anticipatory by Panic, knowing that the first game was the most by Panic of by Panic. Yeah, wasn't ready. Was not ready for that. Um, but now I am. Now I am very, very ready. And my number one uh, top by Panic moment of the year, the cast of Andor. Fair enough. You know who, like, surprised, like throughout the season kind of rose to the top of that, though? Rosso, man. When he takes Maeve's ashes, brick, and smacks that dude in the face with it. Oh, my God. Daddy. Be, I don't like being turned on at a funeral, but um, here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, yeah, my number one, the, the first thing that I wrote down was just interview with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- yes. that That induced all the bi-panic. Um, and, uh, well done. Well done. I gotta say, we love, we love some gay shows. Yeah. And so, spot on. Crispy Nuggets, the entirety of Sandman, I, I, I don't know, the second half of Sandman it has a lot of kids in it. Well, and Sandman I didn't really find super sexy. Like, mm, in terms of, like, the yeah, content, yeah, yeah. you know. Really just, um, Jenna Coleman and, yeah. um. But there are hot people in it, but it is, no. yeah, like, Sandman definitely felt, like, way more all ages in terms of, like, Oh, the uh, the actor who but played um, they're very attractive. Desire. Um, oh, why am I blanking on their name? I've forgotten as well. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every outfit they wore. Well done. That yes, that 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 deserves an honorable mention for the bipedal. I moments. I have no desire to watch that time show, um, the reboot. But they're in it, and their presence on that show makes me kind of want to see it. You know what Perfect. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> Mason, Mason Alexander Park, thank you. Thank you, Supernova. God damn. Yeah. Wolfie, think of that super chat. Wolfie, thank you. <laughs> you guys are my bi-panic awakening. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take I it. I like to pass it on. I have my I have, I had my awakenings and now I attempt to. As long to... as we're all panicking together, you know? Should we get into the big one, the big category? Let's do it, guys. Top five movies. Movies of 2022. Let's have at it. Um, um all right, uh, let's start with some honorable mentions. Well, no, because our no, we'll do honorable mentions after because some of those are on. So our we'll list. do the honorable mentions before our number ones. Okay, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. That Very makes good, sense. Good. 
Uh, then, Clarus, I think you're first this time. Oh, I'm first. Okay, well, then my number five slot is actually going to be Prey. Um, Ooh, Jesse Garrett brings up the Corinthian scenes from Sandman. That's the Corinthian was very by panicky. That is, you true. know what? You're not wrong. He's that, very hot. Definitely honorable mention goes to Sandman. As long as he keeps his glasses on. Yes. No. Yeah. Whatever the fuck's going on there, <sighs> I don't like it. Clarus, um, what is your top five movies of 2022? Number five. Prey. Prey is number five. Let's go, Amber Mid Thunder. Feel like that is a surprise to everyone, including myself. When we sat down to watch this, I was like, fuck, I don't like horror. This is going to be terrible. I'm not going to like it. Fuck it. Um, That movie is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The action is incredible. The the special effects and prosthetics, like the practical stuff that they did with the Predator is fucking mind-boggling. The performance of the actor in the Predator suit was really, like, really well done. Yes, our three leads, who I would say are the Predator... Amber Mid Thunder and her brother. The brother. I'm yeah. sorry, I've forgotten his name, but like, holy fuck. I hope they yeah. all have many um, good prospects ahead and make dollars. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was like in the fight for number five on my list as well. Yeah. Um, but I knew you put it on yours. So it's just an honorable mention for me this year, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah, incredible film. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, pray. It's, it's one of the few movies I watched more than once this year. Oh, right. You, I forgot that you watched uh, it again. Because I went back and I watched it in the. I think it's in Comanche was the language that yeah, it's in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's one of the few movies I, like, made time to watch twice. Yeah. Because, wow. Yeah. Really, Phenomenal. really well, really well made. Definitely recommend it. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not a fan of Predator. I have, like, I've seen, what, Alien and Alien Covenant or whatever. Sure. That's about the closest thing that I could say. Like, I, I have never had a desire to watch any of the Predator movies. But mm-hmm. that movie by... You don't need to have watched anything else. That's the best part about it. It's just good. It's just good on yeah. its own, you know? I, I... In my opinion, it is the best Predator movie. All right, It well, is the best go. movie in the franchise. Um, yeah. And Amber Mid Thunder is incredible. Like, truly incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that means my number five... Uh, which is going to be a movie that you did not see, uh, so it can't make your list. But uh, mm-hmm. I, and I, I want to—I haven't seen the sequel to this yet, which also came out this year. Um, but my number five is X, Ty West's horror film starring Mia Goth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see Pearl. I know, I know, uh, and I'm so excited for—I think it's called Maxine. But um, X was just so surprising. I—I I mean, surprising in a lot of ways. Um, I mm-hmm. did not expect to watch someone. Uh, wipe come off of Britney Snow's ass but um that that was shocking but there you go but uh the the the, the whole movie just really was uh, a delight the suspense of it the thrill of it the kills were great mm-hmm. the emotional resonance of the film and the thematic symbolism of what the movie's about was so deep and and weird but also wonderful and um it was really just like led by an incredible performance by Mia Goth who um was was a remarkable lead for the movie mm-hmm. and and just delivered the entire way through. Um, I I I loved it. I loved X so much. It was one of those like surprise movie theater moments of twenty twenty two. Yeah. That um, I, uh, I I just didn't expect, and I was riveted. And I was in a theater of like there were only like four other people in the theater. Yeah. And like nobody moved when the credits started because everyone was just kind of taken aback by it. Yeah. And that's the kind of movie that I love. It's a good sign. Um and uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really wonderful. Um, all right, uh, what's your number four? 
Um, good question. Let me just check here. Uh, <laughs> my number four movie is Turning Red. Yeah, um, let's go. That movie, I am so sad that it did not come out in theaters. I thought that was rude. Yeah. Um, honestly, the the team who worked on it deserved for it to go to theaters because the message of that movie is so incredibly beautiful and the animation of it is just as beautiful. Like that that movie that movie really resonated with me and I think that it is like a must watch for like people ages like 10 to you know 13 14 like that yeah. like in that time of your life um because it is very much a like coming of age story and it's about like growing up mm-hmm. and it's about like family and generational trauma in a way that like I've never seen before especially in a movie that um that kids can watch like it's not like dark like that it is beautiful and hopeful and amazing and the 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 fact that that movie got so much hate online just it it pisses me off to know this end. movie's about disobeying your parents yeah, i like i literally like almost went to fucking war with facebook moms over this movie but i was like it's not worth it like they're not the, nobody's gonna listen to me it doesn't matter but the movie is is great and you know the fact that it took oh. place in toronto was just the, the icing on the cake for me because i could be like oh it's there i, I know where this takes place and, and and everything and um yeah turning red turning red did not get the praise that it deserves Mm-hmm. And did not get the the financial box office it deserved. Exactly. I wish I could have seen it in theaters. The Me the too. final the final like I don't want to call it a fight, but the final mm. fight of that movie is the scope of it on our television was not enough. No, it yeah. was not. It, it it yeah, it was it was so good, guys. Yeah. Turning red is fantastic. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, that means it's time for my number four, mm-hmm. which is a movie you did not see. Shocking. Uh. This one I saw with my family when I was home. Mm-hmm. This is Top Gun Maverick. We're on the highway to the danger zone. Da, 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 da. Um, is this movie just a rehash of the first Top Gun? Uh, if the first Top Gun stole the plot of Star Wars? Yes, it is. Is it incredible? Absolutely. Beginning to end, Top Gun Maverick is so much fun. Tom Cruise crushed it. And uh, I just loved it. It was so it was so fun good. There's a reason it is the highest grossing movie of the year so far. Avatar will probably beat it. But Top Gun uh, isn't the kind of film that usually makes it on my top five. Yeah. Um, because you know the mo- usually the emotional resonance isn't there in this kind of movie. It's usually more about the spectacle, which yeah. isn't always my favorite thing. I'm a story guy, and uh, Top Gun supersedes that with some just incredible choices. And um, the the tribute and um, cameo of Val Kilmer and the way in which the movie decided to show how much American culture loves Val Kilmer mm-hmm. with the respect that they showed him in the way that they brought that character back mm-hmm. um, really blew me away. I think uh, I as much as I love all the action, as much as I think the third act is like one of the best action third acts ever. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the, the the thing that I remember most from the movie is the Val Kilmer scene. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just, it was so well handled, so yeah. well done. It really, really so, 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 so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's one that like, I, I never watched the first one, so I had no desire yeah. to see the second one, but everyone's been raving about it. And so I feel like I kind of like, you know, I should at some point. Yeah. Just take a look at it. Um, we'll sit down and watch both of them. Maybe on the 4th of July, we'll do a double feature. Sure. In the Discord? 
yeah, yeah. a watch along. That might be fun. We've never really done that before. Um, Nightmare, I just want to say um, thank you for watching our reactions. It, it means a lot, and a happy new year to you as well. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, it's 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 been a crazy wild year with all of you, and yeah. um, thanks for for being here for it. <laughs> Uh, Neymar also says, I wanted some more lighthearted moments with Tom Cruise and Miles Teller, though. I agree with that. I, I think that they're the, you know, the thing that holds it back from being like number one of the year for me is that I, I wanted a little bit more of those character moments. Um, but it's already a long movie. And like, I don't know. I, I think that they, they did what they did. And the fact that they the fact that it made as much money as it did week after week after week after week after week. Yeah, it was very successful. And like I have small quibbles, but it, it's an it's just an incredible movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, Clarus, what is your number three? My number three. This is going to be controversial. I already know this is going to be controversial. I know, but whatever. Uh, my number three is RRR. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a reaction to it on the channel. We did do it in two parts just because it's a very long movie. Yeah. Um, that movie, I I have I've not really seen any Indian cinema. Like mm -hmm. Slumdog Millionaire is that's the, not Indian. the closest. I, that's what I mean. That's it is the closest Indian. I have seen. Because um, there are Indian people in it? Because it, it ends in a big dance number as well. Like it, it, like I understand the vibe that they were trying to mimic. You know what I mean? Having seen right, right, right. RRR, I understand the vibe that they tried to mimic yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Indian cinema. Um, so I, like I said, it is the closest thing I've ever seen. And so RRR, I genuinely had no idea what to expect. Went in not really knowing anything about the movie, including like the plot of it. Um, and uh, it, it really blew me away. Um, I think the only thing is that it is it is a little bit long, um, mm -hmm. which generally d doesn't bother me for movies. But um, but uh, it did it did just feel a little bit long, especially like we had to like cut it up for the reaction. But yeah. um, other than that, like the performances in it are incredible. The storytelling in it is uh, amazing. Um, uh, like the action is absolutely like mind blowing. I, like half of that stuff, I'm like, I cannot believe I, I witnessed it. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was just such 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 a wonderful story. Um. So I I, I yeah. I I can't wait to watch more Indian cinema because we've had a lot of people come to the channel from that reaction specifically. Yeah. And have suggested some other stuff. So we're gonna we're gonna keep trying to do. Uh, more reactions to some Indian cinema. Next Saturday. Not this Saturday, because this Saturday we're doing Glass Onion. But next Saturday... No, next Saturday is... No, next Saturday is... America. No, that's two weeks. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um. So this Saturday, our, uh, this Saturday we're doing Glass Onion. Mm -hmm. Next Saturday on the channel, our reaction will be Bahubali Part 1. Yes. Uh, to the first film. Uh, and then the next Saturday after that is American History X. And then the Saturday after that is going to be the patron pick of the month. Uh, that poll will go up today. So we are going to have every Saturday night at 6 p.m. this month, there will be a movie reaction uh, for you all from yeah. us. Uh, and we're going to try and keep doing those because uh, we want to do more movies. Yeah, yeah. It. It's been, guys, it's been so much fun. Yeah, know. Bahubali in, uh, what? what is that, 12 days? Something like that. Something like that. Math, whatever yeah. math is. Um, the plan right now is to do an Indian movie every month. Uh, and so the the first four months, uh, January is going to be Bahubali one. February is going to be Bahubali two. Yeah. Uh, March is going to be KGF part one. Yeah. And April is going to be KGF part two. Yeah. And yeah. that's the plan for the next four months. And then once we get through those, we'll see what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we'll those are the four most requested. Yeah. <laughs> Math is overrated. Uh, I agree. So it's time for my number three. 
-hmm. My number three is going to be the menu. Uh, A Mm -hmm. late addition. Clarus and I went to a cinema in LA because we had a night off while we were there on our trip. Mm -hmm. And um, I... I'm married to Anya Taylor-Joy, so I figured I'd go see her new movie. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Uh, the menu was a surprising thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, at times, don't know how I feel about it. It was so yeah. dense and complex, but in a way that just, I I had such a wonderful experience in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was so blown away by it, and I, yeah, I, I just think from a, like, craft perspective it's the tightest movie i watched all year and um the way that it doled out information was just this like slow babbling creek that slowly expanded into a full river do you know what i mean yeah yeah and it just was so fucking good yeah it really Um, was it yeah i i I just i loved it um And it was kind of like a last minute thing. Like we we took a friend while we were in LA. We're like, mm-hmm. let's just you know go watch a movie. Um, yeah. And it was surprising. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think Ray Fiennes is incredible in it. I think Anya Taylor Joy and Nicholas Holt are both incredible in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that the the cast is just everyone is stellar. It it plays out like a play in a small room for the most part, and yeah. you're it's and it's just about food and about culture and about food culture in a way that. It's not even a culture I feel very connected to. No. Uh, like, I don't watch a lot of cooking shows. I mostly watch Nailed It. Uh, but, wow. Yeah. 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 It's it's it, it's it's a masterpiece of a film, for yeah. sure. Um, the uh, Richard Sim says, uh, I would urge people not to watch the trailer before seeing it. That's interesting, because I did not see the trailer. I've never seen the yeah. trailer Yeah. No, we did not watch the trailer. We only saw a poster and then went in. So, yeah. I would, yeah, I would not watch, I would not see anything. Just watch it. Yeah, just go yeah. and experience it. Yeah, it'll um, make you wildly uncomfortable in parts, but it is so good. Yeah, it is meant to. Clarus, what's your number three? No, wait. My number two. What's your number two? My number two, uh, surprisingly enough, is Violent Night. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, like, this was in contention for my number five as well. Yeah. But number, like, number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie was delightful. I want to watch it every year for Christmas. Oh, we will. It's it's like, our it's our Christmas classic. Yeah, now. that's gonna be our Christmas classic. Like I I I, I like we went into that movie mm-hmm. and by went in we started reaction reacting to it. Like I was like, oh, it's gonna be a Christmas movie. It's gonna be kind of silly and it's gonna be you know some gory and and whatever. It'll be fun. I was like, eh, that movie. It'll be fun. Fine, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh my god, I was not prepared. For how that movie would make me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I would laugh and cringe. Like, David Harbour was fantastic. All the supporting cast was incredible. Like, to be honest, like, there's not, like, a weak link in that movie. The, the And despite all of the crazy, gory, wild shenanigans, it still manages to be a Christmas movie and have a Christmas message and, like, tell, like, something beautiful. And, and so the, like, the disparity between those two things is kind of honestly what makes the movie so fantastic mm-hmm. if that yeah, makes sense yeah. i i just i was not expecting to love that movie the way that i did and i just uh wow yeah if you have not seen violent night and you're not adverse to gore definitely recommend for me for sure it's so good. Mm-hmm. Violent Night is so... And the fact that two of my favorite movies of the year, because it is a top 10 of the year for me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't quite crack the top five. Uh, the the two of my favorite year, movies of the year came out in the same month, 
and both star John Leguizamo is so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's it's just it's a great movie. Yeah. I it is it might be the most fun I had in a movie theater all year. Uh, not in a movie theater, watching a movie. Yeah, yeah, I was like, um, <laughs> and that like including Marvel, including like all of those things, like. There's just, it is joyful mm-hmm. in its destruction. Yes. The star, the, tr- oh my God, the icicle, the moment on the stairs. Yeah. yeah like yeah, there yeah. is, it is, it is the violent Home Alone starring Santa Claus that I always wanted. Yeah. And it, and it's just, it is the diehard Home Alone Christmas spectacular. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I, 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 I think that will be our like Christmas Eve tradition from now on is to watch Violent Night. Probably. Yeah. And just see, oh, Santa's having a bad year again. Uh, Should I go into my number two? Yeah, go for it. My number two uh, is, you know what? It's the same as your number one. So let's do honorable mentions. Okay. And then we will do your number one and my number one. Because mine, well, we'll just talk about it at the same. Let's not talk about it on both sides of honorable mentions. Okay, I understand. Let's do honorable mentions. Uh, Yeah, honorable mentions, I think, you know, for me are are like the, the menu didn't make my list. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, was just outside of the top five for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, really liked it. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people don't love it, but honestly, like, the Sam Raimi of it all, yeah. like, the the very intentional direction that they took with it, I actually, uh, I liked, you yeah. know. Yeah, I think Black Panther Wakanda Forever is close for me, too. It's not for me. It's not, it's not, like, quite, it's, like, just outside of the top ten, probably, but, like, I want to give an honorable mention, because the, the way it handled Chadwick Boseman's death, in my opinion, was so beautiful and so moving mm. uh, that even though, like, the movie becomes a little bit, uh, the movie loses traction for me a little bit in the middle um, and the final fight doesn't have as much, like, purpose as I wish that it did, mm-hmm. uh, the, the uh, Letitia Wright's performance and um, just the, the entire cast and the way they showed up for that film really blew me away. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it just, yeah. Yeah, there's a few things about it that kind of, like, hold it back from me really loving it. Yeah. Um, Any other honorable mentions from the year? I don't know. Really? Like... Those are kind of the big ones for me. Yeah. Like, you know, there we saw other movies that, like, we liked, you know? Yeah. Lost, Lost City was a surprising La- film. No, that's movie. an honorable mention, because who would have thought that that Lost City movie would be kind of beautifully wonderful yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah definitely worth definitely worth a mention for sure um mm-hmm. it, it was a good time it was a good old time um, um we did not see guillermo del toro's pinocchio though or banshees of inishrin we haven't seen the whale yet we haven't seen tar here's the thing we haven't seen a lot of the like oscar movies mm-hmm. um and the we're gonna get dvds of them soon mm-hmm. so I, i'm like not gonna pay to go see them all in theaters no no we'll j- I'm a member of SAG, so I'll get all of my screeners soon, and then we'll watch them all in January like we always do. Yeah, and then I think my honorable mention to contribute would be Bullet Train. I, I know I liked it a lot really? better than you did, mm. but I, that, that movie was a lot of fun, and yeah. the, the relationships in it uh, I thought were really well done. The whole uh, tangerine and orange or lemon thing. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is on a lot of people's list. We need to watch that movie. I know. We really do. We wanted to. We tried to, and we couldn't get a ticket to it. Remember? The, the, yes. It, it was uh, like the the time the time slots didn't work out that yeah. one day that we were available. Yeah, yeah, we we almost saw it and then we did not. Um, Richardson Seven says the Batman. Oh, I um, I love the filmmaking of the Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. I think it's really well shot. 
Yeah. I don't think the script is very good. Yeah. Um, oh, the Northman we also didn't see, but I know a lot of people loved it. The Northman we haven't seen. Uh, Glass Onion we're going to watch tomorrow night. So yeah. we're going to film our reaction tomorrow night. So and we haven't seen it. it yet. Yeah. So you're going to do your number two then? And your number one. You yes. say it since it's your number one. So my number one and David's number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which yeah. that movie was the best superhero movie I've seen maybe ever. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess more like multiverse movie, but but still. Uh, no, mm-hmm. it is kind of like, it is, yeah. No, I would say it's almost a superhero movie. Uh, like yeah. almost, almost. Yeah. It's fine. It, it transcends so many genres and yeah. is so good at all of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah, oh my God. It's, it, it uh, that movie like wrecked me. Yeah. For the rest of the night, I was just like a shell of a human. Like it, it, it is... It's so incredible. I we should honestly just go watch it again. Um, like yeah. I, I, I don't know if I, oh I don't God. know if I have enough emotionally in the tank right now to watch it. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty, I'm pretty tapped out from being home with my family for a week. That's I, fair. I would, because here's here's the problem with everything ever all at once. Mm-hmm. And look, this is a ten out of there are two ten out of ten movies this year. Mm-hmm. This one and my number one, in my opinion. And the problem with everything ever all at once is that if I watch it, I will not accomplish anything for the rest of the day because yeah. I will be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, God, that movie, that movie got me in a way that I don't get got often. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like personally. Yeah. There's a lot of that movie that really like hits home in Can't a way that's not, you know, the, it's not super comfy. Um, but, uh, God, the, the performances in that movie, mm-hmm. the action sequences, the story and the message, the the way it all comes together, like it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It is my number one. It is perfect. It's your number two. So your number one. Yeah. Um, Crispy Nug. I want. Oh, I'm going to do my number one, but I want to answer Crispy Nugget's comment here. Crispy Nugget says, mm-hmm. "Didn't like the Batman script, but like Doctor Strange too." Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Really quickly, not to rehash my entire problem with the movie The Batman. But yeah, we have a whole video on that. We have that a whole if, video if on it. It's, an, it's over an hour long. Yeah. My, my inherent issue with the Batman is that the Batman at no point in the movie is being a detective. He is just trying to solve the riddles, but is never trying to catch the Riddler. And it is such a bizarre choice yeah. because it makes it seem like the Batman doesn't know anything about crime solving mm-hmm. and that he is just good at riddles until he's not. And, like, everyone else has yeah. to keep solving shit for him because the Batman is bad at Spanish and doesn't know what a carpet tucker is. And yeah. never, like, tries to figure out who the Riddler is. He just keeps trying to solve the riddles that are directly in front of him. Yeah. And so the whole movie, the Riddler just leads the Batman around by the nose because Bruce in that movie is too stupid to think, hey, maybe I should go look at where these photographs were taken from. And I would, oh, there, there's his secret base. I found it really early in the movie if he did, like, the smallest bit of detective work. Yeah. Instead of just spending three fucking hours being like, oh, a riddle. What is a flying rat? And then the penguin is like, are you fucking stupid? He's, he, it's bad Spanish. And the riddle is like, it's URL. And you're like, oh, my God, I hate this. I hate this so much. Yeah. It's, it's one of those movies where it was very long. And so, you know, in the theater, we're kind of like, whoa, okay. Like, th- this is pretty great. This is pretty good. You know, it wasn't it's like be- it is the best Gotham has ever looked. Yes, the it's beautiful. action was awesome, and the yeah. the it, like emotional like the emotional beats of it 
Well, except for the Batman Alfred thing. The, you're not, you're my, not dad. my dad. That, that I thought was like really silly. Here's the thing. The Batman would have worked for me a mm-hmm. hundred times better if Batman was like 21. A hundred percent, yeah. Making him um, 29 is such a weird Yeah, choice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the, there's a, a lot of my problems with it come down to that like Batman feels like a child, but he's not. The pro- um, my, my problem with it is that Batman, it feels like... A person who isn't very—I I don't mean this to insult the writers, because I'm sure everyone who wrote it is very smart—but it feels like a, a a less smart person writing what they think a smart person behaves like. Does that make sense? I guess, yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Number one movie of There's the year. There's a whole video. I on could talk it. about the Batman for a year. It's, I literally could just go. I, it is a weird phenomenon because, mm-hmm, yeah, it's, it's not that it's bad. Because there's great things about the movie, but also mm-hmm. there's some stuff in it that you're like, what the fuck? Why? Like, yeah. 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 Anyways. But then Reddit um, shows up and shoots Batman over and over again, but then he takes a drug that isn't Venom and he's fine. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Reddit shows up. Oh, my God. Basically. Yeah. Um, My number one movie of the year. Come on. We all know what it is. We all know what it is. R, 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 S.S. Rajamuli's Indian epic what what is there to say the movie's massive look is the country of india maybe mad at me because i was laughing so much throughout the entire movie yes, yes. was yes. i mocking the movie no i was having a great time yeah rrr is a fucking masterpiece it is a majestic victorious moment for cinema it is the biggest movie i've seen all year uh, it never flags. It is the only movie in history that has a musical whipping scene that is so emotionally moving that I was like, like it's like the, the everything about it. it. It's hard to put into words what kind of movie it is because it's like every kind of movie in a way. I was gonna say you've never s- seen Les Mis. Look down, look down. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, no, I'm I'm teasing. I'm probably getting yeah yeah. No no I get I get it. Um, uh, sorry, I had to give you shit for that one. Uh, Neymar says RRR and EEAAO coming out in the same year seems like a miracle. Absolutely. Oh, truly. Two, two. Spectacles. Two, not, not just two of my favorite movies of the year, but like RRR and Everything Everywhere All at Once are two of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a thousand percent. And I, and I just feel lucky to have been able to see them both. Especially RRR because I've been sleeping on Indian cinema. I have not been paying attention to it because I've never seen a movie from it that like blew me away because I've, I've never really watched a full movie from Indian cinema. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that I have, I'm like, Oh my God, I fucked up. Retroactively. I need to go fix that and go like find out what are the gems? What, what are the movies from Indian cinema that are going to make me feel the way RRR did? Yes. Because it made me feel just so many things in so many different ways. Same with everything ever all at once. Yeah. It's why they're both 10 out of 10s. I, I don't really know which one is one, but I just kind of arbitrarily threw darts. <laughs> they're both number one in my heart. Yeah. Because yeah. in my heart, there's space for two number ones. Uh, they're the best movies I saw this year. And yeah. I, I just, everything, uh, RRR was just, yeah. it was incredible. And the fact that like going into it, I was like, oh God, this is three hours. I know. And then 10 minutes in, I was like, I want this movie to be six days long. Yeah. I just, I want... Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of people though who are very upset with our reactions to it, which because I, I laughed a lot. I wasn't laughing at the movie. I was having fun. I, I was so happy. I know, but people think that yeah. I, I, people think I'm mocking it, and I'm like literally like, no. What are you talking about? This is my favorite movie I saw this year. I, I, yeah. Why would why would I be mocking my favorite thing? I think we just react differently to people. 
Wonder to, to th than other like reactors do to movies. What's so funny is I think that people think that I'm overreacting, that I'm like faking it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. You this don't is understand. this is what existing around me is like. We're like in a theater and I'm like. <laughs> people are like, why is that man screaming right now? Yeah. Or or when we saw Spider-Man No Way, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home the first time, I was crying so loud that I felt bad. But like I couldn't stop. I was like, yeah. I was convulsing. I was crying so hard when um when Andrew Garfield catches Zendaya in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I was literally just like sobbing and like making the most disgusting noises. God. And then people are like, oh, like you don't have to pretend. You just just react naturally. And I'm like, oh. You're like, bro, you don't understand. We did <laughs> musical the movies theater. Me. Like <laughs> we have been taught since the infancy to be expressive. And so I, I also just like, I think that I, I don't, I think that other people like filter out their, their like emotions. And I don't do that. No. I I just feel what I feel very openly. Yeah. And if yeah. people have a problem with it, which they usually do, they bully me, which they usually do. Um. And so I think that like I've never figured out how to like not just a hundred. I, I don't exist at less than a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And that there's negatives to that in that I'm very um, when I'm upset, I'm upset. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quietly, I don't yell when I'm upset because I'm big and people get scared, but um. I, yeah, I just, I live at 100% all the time. Yeah. And so I burn out a lot because I, like, am running hot, yeah. you know? But it also means that people, like, watching, like, our, our, our reaction think that, like, it's, like, theatrical, but it's just... That's just how, that's just how I am, baby. Having a good time. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I did find that very funny, especially because, no. like, you're like, I think this is my favorite movie ever. And there's so many comments being like, wow, stop <laughs> shitting all over the movie and laughing at it. Stop mocking it. And I'm like, it's, like, it's, num it's, it's number one. It's number one. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, I hope one day to interview SS Rajamuli. My friend, um, uh, my, uh, one of my friends from college, Sid, Sidant uh, Adlaka, he got to interview him at the beginning of the year for, I think for Polygon. Wow. It's a great interview. Um, I'll, I'll try and link it. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it on my Twitter if you guys want to read it. Um, but he got to interview SS Rajamuli. And now, I, I, that meant nothing to me. And now that I've seen RRR, I'm like, so fucking jealous that yeah. he had a conversation with him. Because yeah. the man is, uh, he's a master filmmaker. Yeah. I just realized now we're going to do our worst of the year and we're going to end on a negative, which I don't want to do. Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it for a minute and then we'll hang out and chat for five minutes. What's the worst movie of the year, Clarice? All right. You ready? The mo worst movie that we saw in mm -hmm. three, two, one. Morbius. Morbius. But not for the reason you might think. Oh. Here's the thing. I think... That Morbius probably has a, a decent director's cut in the vault. This is why Morbius is the worst movie of the year. Yeah. And I'm looking directly in the lens and I'm looking at you, Sony. Morbius was a movie. Was a movie. Was a movie that was probably two hours to two hours and ten minutes long. Yeah. And then the Sony executives looked at Venom Let There Be Carnage and it made a lot of money at 90 minutes. And they said, we don't care if it makes sense. We want this movie to be 90 minutes because they cut so much out of the movie that the entire watching is nonsense. Watching Morbius feels like watching uh, like a YouTube editor do a bad cut of a movie because they were like, I, I like 90 minute movies. And so look at my 90 minute Morbius cut. And you're like, well, yeah, but this is infinitely worse than the original. Yeah. 
because there's there's just there's so many fucking weird things that happen in the movie that clearly had explanations that they never got to. Yeah. Because there's no way that they would write these weird moments into the script that don't pay off in any way. Yeah. What happened to the girl in the coma? What happened to the second vial of the cure? <laughs> like, do you think like there that, are Do you okay, so do you think it was an editing thing? Or maybe do you think they ran out of filming time and money? No, because they filmed it. Oh, I just, Tyrese I wasn't Gibson sure. has a metal arm in the set photos. What what is that? Right, right. Like there there is so much about that movie mm-hmm. that was p- cut purely to get the movie down to ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I hate it's it. It's weird. I hate that they even released it. I know. Like if you're not going to release the movie in its entirety, and mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, well, ninety minutes makes more money than two hours, so it doesn't matter if the movie makes sense. Fuck you. Like fuck you. Yeah. So hard because that's dumb. Just just. It, you hire people to do a good job and then you put their movie out without letting their whole movie come out and you fuck up their careers because people are like, oh, you directed Morbius? Yeah, well, clearly like, wow, you don't know how to direct bad. a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's what happened with David Ayer in The Suicide Squad, right? Like, No, in Suicide Squad. Fuck yes. Yes. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is good. <laughs> I hate that so much. Suicide Squad James is Gunn, bad. you had to put a fucking tag on that movie. The fact that you called it The Suicide Squad <laughs> is going to cause me years of emotional damage. The... David Ayer is an incredible filmmaker mm-hmm. who is given a raw deal with Suicide Squad. Yeah. And the same thing is happening with Morbius. We're like, there, there is a whole movie somewhere, but they released a part of it to meet a time deadline because they were worried about money. And so the movie's bad because of it and they lost money. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that is such a massive disappointment to me. And I, I just feel like everyone involved who isn't an executive who made that dumb fucking decision deserves better yeah i agree yeah yeah honestly a true tragedy i yeah yeah and that's that that's yeah love gotta love hollywood yeah morbius was definitely disappointing it was all over the place did not make sense uh yeah it was it was a hot mess um, and so I, I, yeah, I it, definitely the worst movie that i saw then again i didn't see that many bad movies this year so I didn't hate that Thor list is not 4. Long. A lot of people do. I didn't hate it either. It's like mid. Like it's 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 not amazing, but I didn't it, I didn't like despise it the way other people do. Yeah, people are very upset with the movie yeah. and in a way that I don't really understand. Like I thought it was like fine, you know. We yeah. had fun in the theater, but just don't, you know. I'll I'll, I'll watch never it. watch it again, but Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe we like watched it, had a good enough time laughing together. Yeah, we and then we're gonna... like, well, if we never watch it again, we'll never know how good it actually is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just I didn't have that like vehement hate that some people have for it, and that's fair. I remember after seeing it, I was like, I don't think it's the worst Thor movie. But if I'm being honest, if I, if you were to like put the four Thor movies in front of me and be like, you have to rewatch three of them, right? I think it is the one that I wouldn't rewatch. So it probably is the worst of them. Th- I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't hate it. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. And I don't want to go back and watch it to, like... To find out if find I Find out why, like, why, why it would be good or why it would be bad. You know, like, I just... I just yeah. It's, it's, it's forgettable, I think. Except, honestly, what, like, the worst part of the movie was the fucking goat screaming. It, <laughs> it was so grating. I, I like, like the goat screaming, though. No, it was too much. I, I know I'm, like, in the minority. I thought the goats were very funny. Too much. Too yeah. much, too much. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it was kind of like, eh, it was mid. So I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit enough about it, you know? Yeah. 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 It was yeah. just like, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's tough. The MCU's not had, like, phase four of the MCU hasn't had a lot of great yeah. moments. It's mostly been fine. Yeah. But, like, people act like fine is the worst thing in the world. True. Because expectations are so high. Yeah. And I'm they'd like, rather no, have fine. The, Yeah, they'd rather have a movie that they can, like, hate on as opposed to it being, like, forgettable. At least Thor 4 is a complete movie and Morbius isn't. Yes. And, like, that that's why I hate yes. Morbius. Yeah. It's not because of the movie. Yeah. It's not because of Jared Leto or Adrian Jonah, who I think both showed up and did their job. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the whole cast, I think Matt Smith kind of steals the whole movie. I think he's actually oh, good in it. He's incredible in every single thing he does. So I, that's not a surprise. I think that if we got the entire film, I would have I would know how to judge it. But the reason it's my least favorite movie of the year is because Sony did not let them put out the whole movie. Yeah. And I think that that is a shame. Yeah. I think for us, if we want to end the show on a high, yeah. I would love to hear from chat and hear from you, mm-hmm. most anticipated for 2023. What are you most looking forward to? What are you most excited Fun. for? Yes. Right? Yeah. So chat, whatever. It can be a video game, movie, TV show, anything, whatever you feel like. What are you most excited for, for this upcoming new year? We got Barbie. Barbie is... Dune part two. Uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm not that excited for that, but... I know you're not. I am. All the power to you. Dying? Um, I think, yeah. Tomaz is looking forward to dine. Is that the <laughs> Dune, sequel yeah. to The Menu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Menu, The Dine. <laughs> the um, Expanse reaction. It is coming, I promise. Yeah, we will Hush do it. Scream 6. I'm happy someone's excited for Scream 6. <laughs> I still haven't seen the last Scream movie. I need to watch it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did I watch it? I've heard, I've heard Starfield... Is gonna be great. I I hope it lives up to expectations. Y'all might lose me for months when it releases. It'll be the month of the gray names in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I hope Starfield comes out this year. Yeah. We'll see. Project Myrtle is going on a New York vacation with the wife and kids. That sounds awesome. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just We're make in. sure it's not during book club. <laughs> we gotta uh, we gotta make sure we we get to New York sometime this year. Mission Impossible Seven definitely. Spider Verse Two. Spider Verse Two is. I am definitely excited for Spider-Verse 2. That looks awesome. The Barbie movie looks fascinating. Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Yes. Ahsoka? Yeah, in terms of video games, I think Jedi Survivor is what I'm most excited for. Breath of the Wild 2 for me. Mm, That's fair. Very excited for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Yeah. What what else is coming out? Book Club finishing Wheel of Time. That, yeah, Jordan Con. The things I'm most excited about are probably real life things, like going to London for Star Wars Celebration, maybe. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Hopefully that happens. Uh, Jordan Con. Um, I'm excited for KatsuCon in February. Yeah. I'm excited for our trip into Denver at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for Dragon Con again. Yeah. Definitely excited for Dragon Con. Oh my God. Hell yes. Yeah. Last of Us is only in two weeks. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm trying to think what else I'm excited for in 2023. Uh, Wheel of Time season two. I'm I'm interested. I I'm I am anxious. I don't know about how I feel it. about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the the. I'm excited to talk about it with our community. Oh, Mando season three is coming out. Yeah, March. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all just say you're gonna be in Denver. Yes. Uh, we're not gonna be in Denver. Well, but we're no. we're flying into we're flying Denver. into Denver. Yes. Uh, and then we're gonna be up on top of a mountain for five days. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Vox Machina is gonna be really really fun. Um, Jason Trainer has two grandkids coming. Let's go. That's awesome. Congratulations. Maxine. Very excited for Maxine. I need to watch Pearl. Um, yeah. I, you should watch Exit with me. 
X it? X. No, it's oh, X. Oh, oh, well, We should watch those together. It'll be fun. It's not that scary. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah why Why not? Why not? Um, I'm going to slowly turn you into a horror fan. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I'm going to do it. <laughs> we. Uh, I'm excited for all this fun stuff we have planned for 2023. Ooh, Boy Season 4. Is that coming out next? This year, yeah. Damn, they're fast. They put one, unlike every other TV show, they go out every year, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso Season 3, which I think is going to be the final season. I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Very excited for Ted Lasso. There's yeah. an Avatar MMORPG. Oh, wow. Okay. I want to be excited for Diablo 4, but like I just don't try to Blizzard <laughs> right now. I've been burned. Richardson7 yeah. says Invincible Season 2. Apparently, we're getting news about Invincible Season 2 in January. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Those reactions are going to be crazy because we weren't reacting to anything when Season 1 came out. Very excited for Season 2 yeah, of Invincible. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Shadow and Bone Season 2? Eh, I didn't love it. But, uh, yeah. Oh, love the it. Avatar MMORPG, the, like, for the what of Pandora. Um, that We watched the trailer for that game. Right, right. Avatar The Last Airbender. Do you think that in Shadow and Bones Season 2, the girl's going to climb into another chest that happens to be in the cart that takes her on the... Yeah, that no, was I the don't... most. That was the that was the moment that that show kind of almost broke me when I was like, I yeah. sorry, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it. I, there were things about Shadow and Bone that I loved, but there it, it it fell flat for me, unfortunately. So I'm not super excited. I I don't even know if I'll watch season two. I might just with maybe I'll watch it with Goblin. <laughs> uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. We should do. You should do a full reaction to the whole season with Goblin. That might be fun. I don't know how we would do it. I don't know how either. We'll but... fire up for a week. Um, since the pricing for Diablo 4 dropped to Season Pass and Season Plus Plus. Yeah, I agree, Albino. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is kind of unfortunate. Um, um, Mix wants to hear about the new Fable game. I would love a new Fable game. Oh, I love Fable. aren't they, no, they're remaking it. Isn't that what I don't, it is? I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I heard that they're remaking Fable. Cool. Um, I'm down. Which I still need to play. I started it and like... You really liked it. I did. I, yeah. I did really enjoy it. And I just ran out of time. Um, the Witcher... Oh, well, yeah. Witcher Season 3. I'm excited for Witcher Season 3. I'm excited for Henry Cavill. Yeah. I want to see them... I, I want to see how they're handling the Wild Hunt. Yeah. And I like Henry Cavill. Uh, Witcher Season 4, less excited. But I'll probably still watch it. I, I will be curious enough to check it out. Oh, we're going to react to Witcher. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth... Curious. We'll see how that goes. That's ne- that's next season, though. Not the one coming out this year. Yeah. That'll be in 2024, 2025. Uh, Love and Death. The new Elizabeth Olsen HBO Max show. You want to see her have an affair? I see you. I see you. I see you. I, I see get you. it. Yeah. I-, I just want more news on Dragon Age Dead Wolf. I've never played a Dragon Age game. Me neither. I know. It's a, it's a blind spot for me. I tried to play Dragon Age Origins, and... Um, uh, it doesn't work on our computer, so. Oh. Uh, Wolfie is says uh, they'll eventually get me to play Star Citizen. <laughs> Thank you, Wolfie, for the super Thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. I, I'm down. <laughs> I will try it this year. Uh, there's just so many things. Like, God, our Steam library is. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok is. Oh, um, I want to play the Wheel of Time video game this year on stream. Right. Wheel of Time video game. We also want to play the Wheel of Time Civ uh, mod. Yes. That one we can't do until after we beat the game. The. No, we just can't play as. So we beat the game. So we watch the. So we watch the show. I know, but you're gonna run into Matt on the map. No, no, you can you can have it that he's not selected. So. Oh, okay. So so we could play it, but or we could just wait till it's over. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Who sixty specials. Yes, there's so much to be excited, guys. You know what? You know what I'm seeing here. 
So much to be excited about in 2023. Yeah, exactly. So much. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming down the way. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. I have a feeling that tonight's going to be moving to the same place. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm really excited for 2023, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David Tennant as the doctor. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i going to stream, I think we're going to stream the Wheel of Time game separately. Um, so that we both have our own experience with it. Uh, but those will both probably be on the YouTube channel. Unless you want to do it on your Twitch, but. I don't know. No, you should do it on your Twitch and then I'll put it on your YouTube channel. Okay, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, we're both going to stream the Wheel of Time game. <clears throat> uh, all the Brandon Sanderson secret novels. I feel like I wish that I'd done the Kickstarter now. And I wish I was in on the secret novels. Yeah, yeah. We were we were too late. Hush is excited for Nerdy Lock Season 2. <laughs> may or may not come. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. Um, there are so many rulers that we can set up specifics for that Wheel of Time. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll figure that out for sure. Y'all, that is that was a high point to end on. Thank you for thinking of that. Because uh, 2023 is going to be rad. I'm so grateful to everyone who's here, to everyone who watched this and all of our other stuff. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. But I think this is going to be where we end the show today. Because yeah. it's been two hours and we meant to go 90 minutes. So. Oopsie. We have to go watch Attack on Titan because that reaction has to be up in five hours. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch that, episode nine, Attack on Titan, going out at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Mm-hmm. Uh but for now, we're going to say goodbye to this edition of the Nightly Morning Show. Uh, if you like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you don't, hit the dislike button. Leave mean comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry. We must feed her. This episode of the algorithm goddess is? Uh, Morbius. It's hungry for that full plot, you know? Uh, if you want to follow us around the internet, you can. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Polaris. If you're listening to this on a podcast feed, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate the show five stars. It's the best way for us to grow. And of course, we will read whatever you want to write. So um, make us say some silly shit next time. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll be back next Monday with another nightly morning show. We'll be live Friday morning with uh, the prologue through chapter nine of... We got some reading to the do. The Wheel of Time's 10th book, Crossroads of Twilight. And for reactions this week, Monday, Tuesday, we are doing episode 9 and 10 of Attack on Titan. Wednesday, yep. Thursday, episodes 1 and 2 of Bad Batch, respectively. Bad Batch. And then Glass Onion, a Knives Out story on Saturday night for the first movie of a four-movie reaction month. Hell yeah. It's a busy month for us here, but we're so excited to bring it all to you, and I hope that you enjoy it. And to everyone in chat, especially our mods, thanks so much for being here. Yes. And as always, do something nerdy tonight. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>